You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. Here we are with uh, Speed. Hey, uh, everybody. Uh, first of all, i got to start off with the political climate is, uh, I think it's getting retarded. I don't know if I'm seeing it more or if it's just me like looking at it more with Reddit and that type of stuff. Um, I've been getting into Reddit recently where like, like actually like, uh, scrolling through and like looking at the different subreddits, I guess. But <clears throat> my big thing was like, what like, what's the, first of all, what's the, the, the whole two party system is retarded. We all, I think, acknowledge that, but also like, what's the point? Like there's an, there's a Reddit, su- uh, sub for conservative. And then there's one for like politics, but it's actually like Democrat, but there is a Democrat one too. But it's like <laughs> so it's like you're conservative or you're rational. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you're into politics. <laughs> That's funny. But so like it's like what are these guys expecting? Like I want to just post in there and some of them are kind of weird where it's like if you I think if you post in like the opposite direction they're going to like think you're a troll, you know, kind of thing and like kick you mm-hmm. out. Yeah. But it's like guys, what's your point? I mean, in either direction like in even in the Democrat one they like they post an article and then all they talk about is one side. It's like if you join these subreddits, you're just seeing one side of it. You know what I mean? So that's why, uh, not that I'm uh, on my high horse, but it's like I'm on, I follow both so I can get both perspective, you know? But it's like, I don't know what their purpose is just to feel better about themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you, have you guys seen the uh, social dilemma on Netflix? Yeah. 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 You might have you might have talked about this one um, in the past. So I if I'm Sharp, it up I think again. Sharp might have brought it up. Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it's the same thing where like you're on your Facebook feed and Facebook has the algorithm to show you things that you like, so you stay on Facebook more. So if mm. you're conservative, you'll see conservative news and views. If you're liberal, you'll see liberal views and news, and you never see the other side. So yeah. yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Like you don't even get the full picture of what the news really is. You just get your side of it, and that's it. And often now, um, you know, the news conflicts from the other sides. Like it used to be, hey, Walter Cronkite was on whatever it was, CBS or whatever, and was like, "This is the news. You guys can make your opinions, but here's the facts." And then now yeah. we're, um, it went to where it was like, "Hey, here's the news, and we think this is good," or "Here's the news, we think it's bad." Now it's like, here's the news, and A happened, and then you go to the other side, and they say, here's the news, and B happened, and A never happened, and then yeah. you're like, well, what do I believe, you know? So, yeah. not it's, good not good for the public to be informed in these times. No, it's, well, I think they kind of found out what works for selling mm-hmm. things, so when anytime you start, instead of just the idea of just spreading information, um, like actual information and not selling information. Um, anytime that, like, in, anytime you basically trend towards selling views or information, you're going to kind of start to deviate from just putting the information out there. I will say, and maybe, and I, I think they're a little bit left leaning, um, but I think NPR still probably is the best source of. The air is, is probably the least biased, although it definitely has a left leaning, especially um, when some of the anchors you can kind of hear a little bit. But they mm-hmm. do a really, I think they do a really good job of like they they interview both parties, and I think they do probably the best of giving each of them like enough guff and be like, hey, well, what do you think about this? I understand your plan, but can't you understand that somebody on the other side might have a really difficult time? With that, and then, you know, it kind of, they, of course, people just stick to the talking points, but I think they do at least a pretty good job of stating just the facts, so, or for the most part. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the other thing, I think, is people don't want to hear other people's opinions. They just want to hear their own opinion yeah. coming from somebody else's mouth, too. So, right, yeah. Like, you feed into the bias as well, even though you're, you're getting biased info. It's like addicting to get that bias if, as long as you yeah, like it. Confirmation bias because you're just like, oh, exactly. yeah, yeah, they say exactly what I, they, they're saying exactly what I thought. They're like, oh, man, I never thought about that. But it's right in line with what I would believe, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's really hard, though, because, like, for me, I really try to seek out um, all sides of a story. 
but there like and I see it on both sides, but I see a lot of a lot of times and maybe it's just my internal bias, but like the stuff that I don't believe in, like it's like really, really bad. Like I'm like, whoa, like it's not like there's some people who are like who offer like, hey, this is like legit, you know, and like hey, that is troubling and that that contradicts the way I believe and like I have to really reconsider that. But there's, I say, a large majority of the information, um, or sorry, information, a lot of the a large majority of the posts and stuff that are on the opposite side of my beliefs are like way out to lunch. It's not like I'm just biased. It's like, no, like there's no lizard people running the government. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I, I know that's not, I know that's not the truth. You know, or like I'll see somebody say, you know, I'm trying to think of even like a, a less a, a less like outrageous claim. But um, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I could probably get on my Facebook right now and just, just look and like, yeah, nah, I don't think that's it. Well, yeah, I got one for you with, uh, you know, QAnon was was always saying, oh, Trump's going to win. Trump's going to win even after he lost, mm-hmm. you know. And that, you know, I think was a big part of inspiring the uh, the Capitol riots where people stormed the Capitol because a guy on the Internet's spouting, you know, fake news. That's that's craziness. You know what I mean? But then mm-hmm. even after that, it was like, I want to say the last day of Trump's presidency. I heard. Um, have you guys ever seen Face Off with Nick Cage and John Travolta? Yeah. Where they where they they, they like surgically swap faces, and, like live <laughs> yeah. each other's lives and then they got to fight each other. It was like that. They were saying. Oh, when you see Biden get sworn in as president, it's not really Biden. They arrested Biden in secret and they did the face swap with Trump. And they, <laughs> they, did, they, they, face, they did a face off and really Trump's president. And now he's just pretending to be Biden, but it's really Trump as president. So everything's OK. <laughs> and it was like, that is the most insane, you know, thing I've ever heard. And there's people that believe this. So yeah. it's like, who, it's like, who are these people? You know what I mean? You know who it's 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 our uh, it's our friends and our, our aunts and uncles and, and grandparents that read stuff on the internet and go oh it has to be true, it's people that we know believes this crazy stuff. Yeah, because I guess so. this is like a this is kind of a deeper topic of I don't know if you guys ever heard of Malcolm Gladwell's uh, Talking to Strangers book. I kind of read like oh. uh, I kind of read like Cliff Notes version of it and the basically the idea is uh, we don't have any. Um, I don't know how to say like we don't have a good gauge of somebody's character like we think we can judge or when somebody says something we either get like a positive or negative feeling about it you know and then we just dive into that because we think we can read people basically but we can't so like that's kind of like what you guys were talking about which luxury you're doing a good thing where you're um, basically seeking out the other opinion I suppose because otherwise it's like the echo chamber like so like if you ever thought about it or stopped for a second where you know you i don't know like with the uh the snowstorm recently mm-hmm. with uh in louisiana i was like worried that my pipes were gonna burst and i'm like i searched for things that said like how do i know if my pipes are fine or whatever you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> it, instead of like saying like how do i know my pipes are burst or this or that or like if something happened, I'd be like, how do I know that this is okay? You know what I mean? As opposed to like, this is bad. So it's, uh, it's kind of like a bias, you know, that you guys are, I mean, confirmation bias in a sense, I suppose, but, um, yeah. So I think then that's where also like you, you guys are saying with the internet too, or somebody telling you something you like, we automatically assume people are telling the truth kind of, you know, kind of, I suppose. Like if they catch us uh, at the right moment, I suppose. You know what I mean? Especially uh, if you agree with what they're saying, too. Right. Or and they, it's so like they what can, you want to hear, yeah. Yeah, so they can just like slip little things that add up. Uh, and then before you, before you know it, you think lizard people are in charge of the government. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, it's crazy that we're that susceptible to that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, I think if you, uh, you take Alex Jones, the you know he's like the far right. Yeah. conspiracy theorist guy um he was at least somewhat right about the hollywood pedophile ring with uh epstein you know the powerful billionaire elites um having a pedophile island and 
coercing, you know, miners down there. Like he was, he was told, well, not a hundred percent right, but he was part, at least partially right about that. So if you say, Oh, Alex Jones was right about Epstein. Uh, maybe they are using chemicals to turn the frogs gay too. You know, I mean, it's just, okay. He was right about that. Must be right about this too. And that's, I think that's the path people go on, you know, uh, unfortunately, but well, it's just funny. Cause like, I know the, the Alex Jones, he's an interesting guy. And I, I can't, that's, Maybe I need to like try to listen to, but like, there's a couple people, and I've made this mistake, and I don't do this anymore because of this. Where you go on like YouTube, and like, okay, let me let me hear what this guy has to say, and then next thing you know, all YouTube is showing you is videos from these guys. I'm like, I don't want to see these videos. Like, I already mm-hmm. know I'm not an asshole. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't need to see this. But um, it, I I heard the other case. Like, I was just messing with somebody. Like, hey, you, uh, you listen to Alex Jones? And he was like, like, and he was just like kind of laughing. Like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, well, Alex Jones isn't that bad. People take him the wrong way. And that's when I was like, okay. Uh, but then that also might be my own <laughs> bias. Just like, uh, okay, this guy. Like, it, but like, what can I expect? You know, like everybody's saying, like the people, people also would say the same thing about, I don't know. I can't, I can't think of it, but I think the hardest part, and I know we kind of been talking a lot about somewhat political stuff but the hard part is when you're when you're looking at yourself or like when you look at somebody across the aisle and you say i can't believe how stupid those people are it's like you have to realize and this is something really hard to i think in my opinion um to kind of come to grasp with there there's probably somebody on the other aisle if it's not that same person you're talking about who's looking directly at you and saying you are the stupidest person on earth to believe whatever you believe, you know, and it's kind of, we, you gotta, we have to stop the dehumanization of our enemy or our, um, opposite, um, in thought, because when you, when you feel like somebody else is stupid or they're, they can't possibly get this right or they have no morals because of whatever they're believing. And that's when you kind of stop being able to see, um, I guess you'd be able to stop being able to uh, have open dialogue. And I think that's where we kind of are right now. And I don't see it really getting better, but um, one can hope, I guess. I, I, I take that back. I think it already has gotten better within the last uh, like two months ish. But I think it, we have a long way to go. Yeah, and I suppose it gets better over time. Like, hopefully, like, when we're older, maybe we'll, we start to see, like, more genuine politicians kind of coming through. Um, that's, that's pretty optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's going to take forever. And it's tough because it's like, uh, yeah, I, I guess we are going pretty political. But it's like, you think, I mean, on either side, because, I mean— that's what I think we've talked about this before. Like you shouldn't label yourself as a Democrat or Republican, right? Like there's a, but I mean, I guess it's like a simple way to do it because if you, for the most part, if you believe in uh, conservative things, then you're, you could just say, Oh, I'm a Republican. That simplifies like explaining everything, but you should have your own opinion on everything, you know, like every topic. I mean, you shouldn't fall in line. You right. know? And so that's mm-hmm. where I think we like kind of kill ourselves because we like we're say like if you believe in one or two things then you're like oh that's a democratic view i got it now i'm a democrat and th- and then before you know it like you guys are saying we're watch you're watching cnn and then everything that they feed you you're following and then you keep on getting more and more divisive and then you hate the other person whereas like you got to kind of stay in the middle and see it all as it really is to not cloud yeah. your judgment but uh somebody brought up klept- kleptocracy i'll put it in the chat but basically it's a form of government where the corrupt leaders use their power to basically just make themselves wealthier. Mm. And I never mm-hmm. thought about it that way, but that's, I think, I feel like that's kind of what we're in. I don't know where you guys' thoughts are on that. But. Mm, I don't know if maybe, we're there yet. I mean, I it's not may, like, maybe, yeah, maybe like to a small extent here and there. I mean, you have these, um, you know, Congress people and senators that are in office for like 20, 30, 40 years. Um, you know, they get money from lobbyists for their campaign to push, um, you know, certain agendas and stuff. So if you look at it at that point, like on an individual level, I think we have that 
to some to some extent at least. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Like, I think a, a example of a kleptocracy is you being. Um, let's say you have a. The example I was going to use is going to be very political, <laughs> but let's say you have <laughs> let's say you have a restaurant chain, okay, and the restaurant chain that you use, like in your uh, or that you own, uh, you also man, you know, like start pushing bills where your restaurant chain is going to um, receive the majority of the grants, or you make it so um, you're in power and every um, every meal that's hosted is going to be sourced by your restaurant. You know that I think that's more of a kleptocracy or you making rules to say that, Hey, I, you know, I'm going to benefit directly. Like now I think lobbyists, the lobbyism that's it's on the verge of kleptocracy, but I don't think it's straight up, like basically working to embezzle and also working to, um, just line your pockets. Um, I think, I think it's a little bit more like, like I said, with that said restaurant and ensuring that anytime you go there or anytime you want to eat, you're going to use government funds to basically pay for you and your staff or, or whatever to go eat at that restaurant. So you're just basically paying yourself. So I know I said about the same thing about 18 different times, but <laughs> oh, that <laughs> without trying to get hmm. too specific. Um, um, and I, what I meant to say too was, uh, isn't it crazy? Like, it seems like if somebody does, you know, like, let's say I was a politician and I did a shitty job and like, I like screwed over my constituents, uh, like a bunch of times. And then when I go up for reelection, I get reelected. It's like so many people miss like all the stuff that the person's doing and they either I don't know, I guess they like just know his name or her name and they just reelect them, you know, and I feel like I don't know how these people get reelected because that's the only power we have. Right. Is like collectively people vote them in or out, you know, and if somebody especially in like the deep um, that's not the right word for it, like the really committed states, like maybe Texas, like they're probably going to go Republican a bunch of times. It's like, if you're a Republican or if you're the Republican candidate, you're probably going to win. So no matter, almost no matter what you do, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I, I think I struggle with that because it's like, we always say like, okay, well take, use your power of voting. But then if you don't, if they just keep getting voted because the majority go with that person, then it's like, what the fuck do we do? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, um, <laughs> A big part of that is they politicians and the media, to an extent, they want us divided um, and they right. want us to they want to hype up the stakes, you know, like, oh, we're, they say people say this is the most divided Americans have ever been ever. Well, they for, I mean, did they forget about the Civil War when we were literally killing each other? <laughs> I mean, if, yeah. if we all if we all take a, a step back and take a breath, I think it's not nearly as bad as they say it is. Like I get along with my neighbors. You know what I mean? I still talk to all my family, even if we disagree about things in politics. Um, we can all come together as Americans and agree, even if we disagree on certain things. You know, we want our country to be uh, a prosperous, safe you know, healthy country still. So um, when they hype up, you know, for example, this last election and say, oh, Trump's a madman. We need you out of the polls. You got to vote for Joe Biden, even if he's not the best candidate, at least he's not Trump and play up to your fan base and fan the flames. One that gets the media for the media that gets you people buying, not buying newspapers anymore, but subscribing and getting hits on CNN.com or whatever, you know what I mean? For advertising. So they get money. And then two uh, for the politicians, Hey, the stakes are so high. We need you to come out to the polls and vote against Trump. It gets vote. It gets voters as well. So, it's to their benefit for the politicians to fan those flames, uh, to get everybody voting for them. You know. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess the best we could do is stay calm and, uh, you know, be realistic and like look around and like educate yourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else do you got? Um. Luxury, I actually want to talk to you. You're finally on Zelle, huh? Was that uh, was, that, was that like a year ago or something like that? You started, uh, you finally caved. I want, I was wondering. Uh, so I didn't. I don't think I ever caved. It just came with my bank accounts, so that's the only reason I have it. 
okay. so like it just goes straight to my bank account. <laughs> That's the, like I'm not doing the cash apps. No, I don't fuck with that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I just I just sent you some money uh, two weeks ago on you Zelle. Did, so there did. you go. I was Luck- the beneficiary. <laughs> well, you were the beneficiary, I should say. <laughs> yeah. If it was like I said, if it wasn't for like. And I, I have two now two banking companies have it. If it wasn't for them, then I would not fucking have that shit. So I don't know. Everybody likes to do it that way now. People do what's the what are the other ones? It's Venmo. Venmo, I don't fuck with it. Uh <laughs> that's that that's something that like people are like, I'll just Venmo you. I'm like, No, you won't because <laughs> I don't have it. I'm like either give me some cash. <laughs> what was what's Cardi B say? You know. Uh, I like morning sex. There's nothing more than I like checks or something like that. I don't <laughs> no, he's like, there's nothing in this world that I like more than checks. So uh, bring me the check or give me the cash. Don't don't hit me with that bullshit ass uh, cash app stuff. But <laughs> I, I I can't function if if somebody is like absolutely I I got to do it this way. I'll do it. You know, but. Uh, as long as it's still <laughs> but yeah I, has it uh has it made things a lot easier uh i've used so count let's see how many times have i used zell i've used zell three times my entire life oh really wow yeah. one time for t-shirts or actually two times for t-shirts and one time with speed Oh nice. So I don't like I don't well, use it. I'm in a I'm in a very uh, exclusive group then. I didn't realize how yeah. lucky I am. I think, actually, <laughs> I think as a matter of fact, I think speed, you might have uh uh I think you might have zoned me twice, as a matter of fact. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know. But either way, um it happened. So <sighs> man, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't speed, like, you really are an exclusive yeah. group. Um <laughs> So when I was watching the first of all the Super Bowl kind of sucked. It it kind of <laughs> yeah. sucked that the the Chiefs um, O line was hurt, and yeah. so the the Buccaneers kind of just you know it wasn't like the like I wanted both teams to be healthy, you know as I'm eating my fucking popcorn on the couch like watching <laughs> these guys you know fight or whatever. But I wanted them both to be healthy so that it would have been like a proper battle. But I think I was just that was when I was thought about like. In sports, it's like there's like, or I, no, sorry, I totally messed this up. When I play sports, it's like afterwards, if I didn't do great or like good, I there's always like room for error where, oh no, I guess if I didn't do like perfect or great, there's always room for error where I'm like, damn, I should have done better in that play, or I could have done better here, or I feel I like I feel weird afterward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like there's no room for like error like making like i wish i allowed myself more like not happiness i guess but like give myself more slack i don't know does everybody else feel that way uh i gotta say the thing's wrong way but i'm not quite sure what you're talking about <laughs> like i think are you saying you're your own worst critic and you need yeah to get, basically cut your, you need to cut yourself some more slack yeah, like I kind of think about it too much. I suppose. I mean, I are you talk, oh, you're talking about like in the moment, or are you talking about in like afterwards? Like right afterwards. Oh, hmm. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, I, don't know, I played sports for a long time, so you can, I, I don't, I don't know. It was one of those things where like you, you can have a bad game or a bad day. This is again my opinion. And you'll think about it like I think football is the worst because you just want to like it, I know there'd be times where I'd miss tackles like I'd miss like two or three tackles in a game and I'd be like really upset because I couldn't play that team right away again or like I the next game was a week away so and then you don't really tackle during practice just because you're not trying to get anybody hurt at least at the college level so um, it was always. I always thought about it, but we'd watch film and then I just like, okay, that's it. I wouldn't really, I, I don't think I really dwell on too much, especially after you watch it. But I, I know, I guess I know the feeling you're talking about. Um, I don't know. My only advice would be um, it happened and learn from it, I guess, but you can't, can't do anything about it. 
Yeah. You gotta, you gotta treat it like a, a debrief. I mean, one, if you're an athlete, you're going to be competitive more than likely. Um, so of course you want to do your best, but two, yeah, treat it like a debrief. Like we're used to, um, I know this is probably a nerdy thing for me to say, but yeah, treat it like a debrief. Yeah. Learn from it and then move on and apply your lessons learned. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like being like a kicker or something, right? Like it's like if you do, well, I guess not really, but it, it, I always think about that one where it's like, you know, you can hit every field goal or whatever, but then the one you miss is the one where you lose in the playoffs or something and everybody thinks you're a fucking asshole and you get fired mm-hmm. or something like that. <laughs> like, you know, like there's there's nothing like spectacular about that job sometimes. I guess you could like win the the game, I suppose, but nobody really gives them the credit, you know, but yeah yeah until they i guess until they uh kick the game winning field goal they forget about the the kicker the rest of the time yeah they're like oh yeah we won oh yeah good job hitting the field yeah you, <laughs> anyway and then you have to use the quarterback yeah. yeah 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 did you guys uh create any resolutions madison and i tried to create some but I feel like like you got to check on it every like month or something. Otherwise, I'm going to lose it, you know. Uh, you're talking, no, you're I, talking New, Year, New Year's resolution? Yeah. Just lose that uh, the holiday weight from cookies and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, I'm not I, – I don't like New Year's resolutions. Unpopular opinion? Uh, I don't know if it's unpopular, but like – Maybe it's unpo- maybe what's unpopular is I don't make res- uh, New Year's resolutions. I think they're just kind of silly. Yeah. It's just because like I think when you when you set it up as a New Year's resolution, it's uh, like just do it. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of like the Shia LaBeouf, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> but you should, like it doesn't. You don't need any special occasion. Like you could have done it on you know December 30th instead of. January 1st just if that's how you feel if you want to do it just start doing it um and also I think people don't this is me personally because I I think I'm not obviously I'm not really OCD but I'm OCD about goals uh I set so if I do a resolution or a quote-unquote resolution I'm just like it's just something I tell myself I'm going to do and then I just go ahead and do it um and I feel like when you make resolutions, they're very easy to break. And it kind of seems like you're just going to, you know, do it for a couple of weeks and then let it go. I don't know. I know it sounds like you, it sounds like you got a good plan, though, for yours, like kind of checking in. What, what were your resolutions? Um, sure. We wrote them down, but I don't have it with me right now. The uh, I think it was like some of it was like losing weight. So maybe like working out. Well, some of it was losing weight, so getting down to like one. I think I wanted to get down to one eighty. I'm like one ninety three right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like working out three times a week. Uh, Madison had like read one book a month. Um, I might have had something similar to that. I think it was like finish a project or like work on a book or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- I mean. Those types of things, I think you need the resolution for because it's like accountability and it's like a progress thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, you know, like I think whatever, where everybody falls, well, it's probably a will thing, but it might also be like a forget thing. You know what I mean? Which is yeah. also kind of a will thing, I suppose. But yeah, like as long as you remember them, I guess you don't have to uh, actually make the resolution or something, but just like get after it kind of thing. Yeah. But man, there's so many this is separate, but there's so many books and stuff or like things I read, like articles and stuff that all they talk about is like, you know, this person has like this profound thing and it turns out to be like, just write down your goals or like keep a journal. Yeah. And it's like, maybe I'm missing out that I don't do that as much. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Like you got to find what works for you. For me, like I, I think accountability for me, what works well is having an accountability partner. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Just because like I don't like to, I don't like to be ma- like make a liar out of myself. So if I say I'm going to do something, I just make sure I like I I don't want to let somebody down. So I'll do it. So even if I say like, hey, I'll be here at five o'clock in the morning, you know, if I tell somebody I'm going to be there at five o'clock, I'm going to be there at five. So like, I trying to tell somebody like, oh, I'm going to work out. I'm going to hit X, Y, and Z for my workout. And even if I don't want to do Z. 
because I told him I would do it, I'll usually try to do it. So it's, I say all that to say, you got to find what works for you. I think like whether you write it down or having an accountability partner or making a new year's resolution, you know, there's no right answers. What works is what's right. Yeah. Madison and I were like saying we're going to work out more and stuff like that. And then she started working out a lot and she's like, I think every time I work out, I want you to work out too. Uh, so we keep each other accountable. I'm like, well, hold on here. <laughs> you know, I was, I was, let me do it at my own pace. <laughs> she's meanwhile, she's like going six days a week, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying. It's like I'm just trying to stick with three. Yeah. <laughs> and I always struggle with like, you know, uh, just like pack, making sure to pack something so I can work out after work at the uh, at the track versus just coming home and running here, which is harder. I feel like you know to run at the uh, just around the block and stuff like that. Um, as opposed to the, the, the track, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, I just got to stop being a bitch, I guess. <laughs> I had a, uh... talked about that, but um, like people liking to run around a track versus running out in like the, in the wilderness. I think we kind of talked about that. It was two, two distinct uh, ways of thoughts on that, or two distinct uh, parties, I guess, if you will. I don't know, better word. Yeah, I like if it was a trail, it would be good, you know? Mm. Um, but then there is also that thing of like, if you know you're not, I don't know how to say, like, if you want to run a lot, but then you you like run in one direction you have to either finish it or run back and you like you just keep getting further away you know what i mean if that makes sense so if you're like oh shit i think i'm done you know you have to get back obviously but yeah i think with the track obviously that's nicer because you could just go around but like i think a trail would be awesome for like the scenicness of it or whatever Mm -hmm. but uh i've I've started like tracks more because i usually just put a headphones in and listen to a podcast or something Mm -hmm. and then i can zone out I don't know. I've gotten better about that for some reason lately, but I used to like hate it so much. But I think just running around the block, I th- I feel like I thought it was. I would always do that as a kid or like when I was a teenager in high school and stuff, um, and that was fine. But now it's like I don't know. It's just it's kind of annoying to me. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I think the I think the track is a happy medium because on the the other end of that scale is the treadmill, and I hate running on a treadmill. Cause yeah, it's so I boring. Hate, I hate the fucking treadmill. Yeah, yeah I mean. I have one in my basement, and I run on it in the winter when it's negative 30. I'm not going to go run outside here, um, up here, but um, I'm happy to get out on the track. I, I mean, obviously, I like running around the neighborhood the best, but, yeah, the track's very nice even uh, compared to the treadmill. So, yeah. um, the other – yeah, the, the other thought I had, it's not, uh, not resolution or, or fitness, but just a popular opinion. Uh, I think we're past saying God bless you when somebody sneezes as a society. We know your heart's not going to stop and you're not going to mm. drop dead because you sneeze. <laughs> and uh. it, is, it is the most annoying thing. Somebody sneezes and then I, you have to go, bless you. Like, we know you're not going <laughs> to And then they sneeze again. You're not getting two. You only get one. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky I'm, you got the one. I think I fall on the other the other side of the track on this like i know you i also know your heart is not going to stop although they did say like i guess your heart it does stop or something for like a brief second maybe i could i could also be like a bullshit too but like it's not anything that's out of the normal but your heart stops always like it has to it can't be like a constant beat right so um i i think i just do it out of um not necessity, but just courtesy. Um, I don't know. I, I just I just want to bless somebody, you know. <laughs> <That's all. laughs> Give them a quick. Well, yeah, it's like you know? it's like a social convention. You feel uh, almost like peer pressure to uphold to, but it's just if everybody dropped it and we're like, we don't need it anymore. I don't know. You like, move, so, your day would go a lot smoother. Maybe I don't know. I I think I take pride in, give, uh, in, in giving somebody a bless you. Uh, <laughs> I, I I like you give you know. Because for me, I'm not like, oh, your your heart stopped or your uh, your sne- you sneeze and I'm like, oh man, bless your heart. So I'm just like, hey, you know, just gonna put you know a little bit of soul on you real quick. Let me bless you real quick. <clears throat> Got it. 
I, um. <laughs> I, I look at it like it's it's an obligation and I begrudgingly do it. Here's the thing, though. If uh, if you sneeze, you know, and then somebody says, bless you, do you feel like really good about yourself? Probably not. You're just like, uh, OK, they said bless you. That was expected. If they don't bless you, then you're like, why didn't that guy give me a <laughs> I was robbed. I feel I was chipping. I bless you. <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say that because uh, like I don't feel bad if if I sneeze and somebody doesn't say bless you. Like I prefer. So I'm I'm kind of weird. It's just like just like I like giving gifts and not receiving gifts. I like giving somebody I like giving somebody a bless you or blessing them, but I don't like getting bless you back. Um, so like if I don't if I sneeze and nobody says anything, I'm like. Uh, like I had my roommate in college one time he sneezed and no one said bless you. He was like, what the fuck? No one said bless you. <laughs> I was like, bro, it's not that deep, man. Uh, <laughs> but he, he, he's quirky with stuff like that. And I, I don't know. I just don't see, uh, I, I will agree with you. It's not needed. And mm-hmm. there shouldn't be, people shouldn't get pissed off if no one gives them a bless you. But you know, it's just like kind of saying, like, um, like if you open the door, you don't, you probably don't need to say thank you to somebody for opening the door. But if you tell them thank you, it's like, yeah, welcome. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in favor of getting rid of the God bless you, I guess. Uh, <laughs> All right. No, I got a, I got Dude, a believer. Nice. It's two versus one on this one, I guess. I, <laughs> well, I'll, I, I'll, I'll continue to bless you guys. <laughs> Yeah, thank you very much. I think it's <laughs> it's uh it's just a, yeah it's just like a weird in between. Nobody knows what to do. But I did have a friend who went to I went to field training with who he would just say God bless you until the person said thank you. So really? like the the person would say and he'd be like bless you, move. bless you, bless you, and they'd be like thanks, and he'd be like all right. <laughs> wow, that that sounds very annoying. Was- was he was he doing it seriously or was he yeah, doing he was it as doing it, he was doing it seriously? Wow. <laughs> That's the kind of guy right there. He's the poster child for why we need to get rid of it. There you go. If if it comes to not saying bless you just to stop that guy, I'm for it. All righty. Uh, <laughs> it's been decided. Since we're well, since we're talking about canceling things, uh, I have a question for you guys. What do you think? Um, is cancel culture real? Yeah. I I'd, I'd so. say yeah. Man, I I've had my mind changed. I don't think uh, cancel culture is real. Well, I, I mean, I guess we'll define what you mean, like. So people like people always say, you know, oh, you're gonna get canceled, right, for right. whatever. Um, like Louis C.K. He got canceled for whipping his dick out and jerking off in front of somebody, right? <laughs> I think that's a good reason to cancel somebody. He got canceled, you know? but here's the thing: Did he get canceled because he's back on the sh- back on the road doing shows? So, so he, he just got, got paused. Yeah, he just got. There's, there's no canceling anybody. People are getting paused, but there's no, there's there's no cancel. Think about think about all the people who you can think of at least who got canceled. Um, Matt Lauer, he got kind of canceled. Uh, is he in jail or something? I don't know. But like no, like no one stopped. Like they didn't take away his pension. He just, just, he's just not on TV anymore. Um, really, yeah, Bill, o, yeah, Bill O'Reilly, same thing. Some yeah. sort of like sexual harassment stuff. He, right. he got, he's off the show, but he still got all his pension or whatever. He still got a bunch of money paid well, off. From far, so. Like people, like, yeah. I, I understand. So I will caveat this. Say, like, I understand what people mean when they say cancel culture, but. I don't think actually being canceled is real. Like, it, it because like if you're if you're famous enough, you're gonna get your job back. Or even if you're not famous enough, you're not like no one's gonna be like, oh well, we're not gonna ever fuck with this guy or gal anymore. Um, there's gonna be somebody who will. Uh, I do I do appreciate the um or not appreciate the wrong word. I understand how a lot of times we can uh, we're we're in a culture now where people um if somebody says something outlandish um or you know pretty fucked up or does something that's pretty fucked up um it, it's necessary to like say hey like we got to we got to put this guy on quote unquote pause 
But there's also a thing that's happening now where somebody says something that's disagreeable, not necessarily bad, just disagreeable, um, or says something that they're not aware of. I think that's probably even more so like, so somebody who's not super friendly with the LGBTQ community, just because they're like, that's not the, the, the group that they roll with. If they say something that's, you know, offensive to that community and they go, like they start getting rallied against the cancel this person. It's like, Hey, my bad. Like, I'm sorry. I did not know that was offensive to you. And then they still like, you don't get a chance to apologize or just like get rid of them or get rid of her. And I think that's kind of an issue that we're, we're running into now. Um, I, I think the, Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, I, I will say that people are, um, when there's, a, there's a lot of times kind of going back to what we were talking about in the first part of the episode where people don't agree with something and they find offense to it. And because of that, um, because because they're offended, they want to basically stop this person from ever doing anything again. Like I get it, they have a lot of skin in the game, but um, they're to a degree. You got to be a little bit more. Um, not, I'm not gonna say have thicker skin because there's always um, it's, a, it's a fine line, but you can't just go around um, kind of not not ruining people's livelihoods, but just because somebody said something that you're not really, you don't really agree with. Unless they're oppressing somebody, um, just don't pay attention to it, in my opinion. I, I just would say that I think cancel culture is real, but it's nothing new. We're just calling it cancel culture now. Mm-hmm. Um, people, you know, is societal norms and values always change over time, you know, decade to decade or whatever, century to century, sometimes changes. I think changes faster now than it used to be. Mm, um but it's, it's nothing it's just nothing new so um uh, like in the in the 90s like uh paul lieberman and whoever other politicians they were like oh grand theft auto and violent video games is what caused columbine <laughs> and stuff like we got to cancel grand theft auto you know what i mean yeah. um and i think they're talking about doing that stuff again now but um it's it's just something like cancel you know cancel culture is just uh it's just a new name for the same thing. Stalin was all about cancel culture, canceled Trotsky, you know, where he's like literally airbrushing people out of pictures with him. You know what I mean? If you've seen that on the internet, um, it's just like, it's kind of just a newer version of uh, histories written by the victors, you know? Yeah. I would say the difference this, uh, I'll say that what there's a difference now is um, the outcry and who can cancel people is it's been kind of pushed down to a lot lower level so mm-hmm. just because of the way we interact with each other so now kind of it doesn't we don't have a top-down interaction we have kind of a bottom-up interaction so those who are around us they kind of start the grassroots uh movement of whatever you want to be concerned with you know so and i i think that's kind of where the difference lies so and because the difference lies at, or sorry, not the difference, because it's starting at a lower level, there's a lot more people calling for cancellation or quote unquote cancellation or pausing. Um, instead of saying at the top, you know, like you have your senators or you have your politicians who are like, we need to get rid of this. Like that's somebody who's at the top um, and they, they can actually have by themselves a pretty big impact on preventing somebody from getting something versus like if I, if for me or you are like, hey, we need to cancel, um, you know, people wearing white shirts because it feels, you know, offensive to me, and we we're gonna start it, and then some somebody else is like, well, I also want to cancel blue shirts, and then you're like, well, we need to cancel this, and then we kind of start our way up, and like I'm offended, and so on and so forth, and then we get people at higher echelons starting to take notice and then that's how it gets uh ca- things get canceled i feel like so that's the, like that was, that's the big difference i see so to your point it's people have always been gotten canceled it's just how we do it now it's changed that's i think that's a great point now it's bottom up now yeah like um uh another great example i just saw um for this is like uh university of texas their song the eyes of texas are upon you the uh establishment the donors and and the school administration likes that song because that's been the tradition for like 100 years and the mm-hmm. students 
body and the football players a lot of them like they researched it and they're like oh this song was first sung at like a minstrel show which if uh, people listening don't know that's like white people would put on blackface makeup uh which obviously today is super racist not acceptable um but that's like the origin of that song so they're like we don't want to sing this song anymore um so that's that bottom that bottom up uh canceling it and uh, I think they have a fair point. I mean, I'm not trying to get all the uh, angry Texas fans um, <laughs> yelling at me, you know, like, and if you listen to the lyrics of the song, the song itself is not inherently racist, but if you know the history of it, they have, uh, you know, they can make that argument. Yeah. I think uh, there's, there's one other thing. Oh man, it just it popped my head in the left. Um, man, I wish I could remember. I was gonna, well, yeah, let us know if you can remember the, I, I think the other problem too is like people are like actively seeking it out. Like it seems like people like enjoy, or not enjoy, but like they almost want to be the one who calls somebody out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I like agree with that. Yeah, be the first one. You know, mm-hmm. um, which I I don't know. I guess if you're kind of like defending somebody or something like that, that's good. But like I don't know. It's also like I mean I guess the general consensus here is like just chill. Yeah, <laughs> I mean like. Yeah. Like, it is true. It's like, if you're not really, like, hurting somebody or killing somebody, like, I think we don't need to cancel people. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, we're taking a little too far with, like, like, we got to remember words can't hurt people, you know? But uh, Yeah. I mm-hmm. uh, One of the things I was thinking about, because I saw in one of the groups I'm in, and uh, you guys know what the Gatson flag is, like, the don't tread on me with the snake. Yeah. Well. Or the, what? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, the there's a a meme page back when memes were old, brand new. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the the meme page. It's called Marin Crops instead of Marin. Oh yeah, no step on snake. <laughs> yeah, there's a no step on snake, <laughs> and they spelled snake S N E K. And um, somebody put up a flag and it said, "I was like, and it was this is at work, so like this is the guys in the military or the gal. I don't know who who put it up." And they put up a no step on snack uh, flag. And I thought it was hilarious. And it's funny. And then but the post was like, I can't believe somebody would put this up in the office. And at that, you know, a captain, um, they should know better, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? I was like, it's a joke flag. Like, it's not like the actual flag. And let alone that flag originally was a very patriotic thing. Hell, the Navy still where's that uh the the gats and flag on their uniform mm-hmm. so i was a little bit taken aback i was like and it, this is kind of where i say not the cancel culture hasn't really it, it made me think of this but somebody was offended by it and i don't think they they just didn't get the joke uh so like they're like and like they they felt really proud that they basically told that captain you know what? He gave they gave him a piece of their mind, and then took the flag down, and blah 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 blah, and gave him a stern talking to. And I was just thinking, I was like, I see where your point is, but I think your kind of your your intentions are a little bit misguided. Like it's it was one it was probably something done for morale. It'd be different if it was you know, um, you know, a Confederate flag uh, or you know a. I, I don't know, some other um, flag tied towards a organization with troubled roots, whether it being racist, homophobic, sexist or something like that, you know, but it's just it is it a funny it was a funny it was a funny flag, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, I think that like a lot of people are finding ways to and that this kind of gets on my nerves a lot of times is people are finding ways to be offended. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know. And I get it, it's a fine line in the workplace, it's kind of tough, but if that was just hanging up, like, if I just put that, uh, if I put that flag on the outside of my house, it would be funny. And then if somebody was like, yeah, that flag is offensive, I'm like, you don't get the joke? Like, this this may have gone way over your head. <laughs> or, or, like, you're <laughs> t- taking yourself a little bit too seriously, you know? 
Um, so, and I think the person who put that flag up was probably mocking the people who <laughs> who would who would put like don't tread on me the same ones those the same people who uh if any of our viewers are offended i'm sorry you're you're, you're part of the problem <laughs> uh, uh, any of the, the the viewers who put um the stomp uh i bet you won't stomp on this flag and it's got a the american flag on their back you know or something like that it's like making fun of like the groups that are kind of like that um same people are like, don't tread on me and, you know, come take it and all this, that and the other. So it's kind of, I think it's kind of poking fun at those groups of people and that person's associated with being that group of people. And like, it just, it went, it, it missed two people. It was making fun of both sides there. And they just, <laughs> it got a two for one on that joke, basically. Yeah. The, I mean, the other part too, I guess people should be, well, I don't know. Like, I don't mean this in a negative way, but I, I like if I think I'm offended about something, or I guess I am, I just let it like simmer, you know, and like then I realize I'm just being a little bitch about it, you know, like <laughs> in the moment, like you know, um, it's not really that big of an issue, and it doesn't like we kind of said like it doesn't actually hurt anybody, <clears throat> so then I let go of it. But I think people just jump on. I mean, we've all been kids on the internet where, like, you know, you said some stupid shit or, like, you know, you just got mad about something in the moment or, like, you know, hormones or whatever. But I think that's, like, people probably need to give it a couple of days, too, about, like, when something happens as opposed to, you know, instantly on Twitter just being like, this is horrible. Hashtag me, too. And, you know, throwing it on, you know, at CNN and all this type of stuff, yeah. you know. Because uh, as we said, like, the news was the radical shit, you know, to get more views. So. Right. They, they would hop on anything, you know, so. I thought I, I saw a, um, a funny meme. I'm not going to try to explain it because I'm not going to be that guy, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was. Oh, yeah, here we go. So, like, they talking about, like, again, this is more towards the military, but um, just because we've seen a lot of people. And we may get some flack for this one, especially depending on who our listeners are, but um, they're talking about just people who are now influencers you guys know how much i fucking hate that word um <laughs> influencers but yeah they said basically the future it says future mill influencer it says every caption is a quote from someone they follow and they put 20 hashtags on their selfies um is this a c17 pilot we're talking about uh, I think this is just general. <laughs> it, it, it might be a season. Like, I, I think those guys are, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, someone says, you know, I'm not quote unquote, I'm not clout chasing. I'm marketing myself and my brand, or I'm going to answer something that I get asked all the time. And it's something that they've only been asked in their head, you know, mm-hmm. um, stuff <laughs> like that. And I think that's, that's one of those things where kind of what, what you said, Port, reminded me of it. Um, just we're at a point now where like you're, it's hashtag a million things. Let me make this. I took one selfie and let me make this this one selfie uh, description fucking 50 pages long. And it is like it's not that serious, bro. <laughs> like, I, I don't need to know how you you strove from the day that you were two years old and how many people changed your life um, and all the opportunities you've been given and how proud you are to, you know, do whatever just for a picture of you walking your dog, you know, like I don't need that. (laughs) So it's kind of, it's kind of funny to see that. What do you mean that the, all the effort they're putting in just for that one picture? Well, it's just un, not necessarily the effort, but like it's not even a good picture. It's just like literally like it could be a picture of the the breakfast you made, and then they go on like a diatribe, and then like you know they tag and like oh I'm so I'm you know I'm fit now because of hashtag this and you know at Eggo uh, okay. waffles mm-hmm. makes me stronger and smarter and you know i was told by my grandpa that every man should eat an ego and it's probably one <laughs> one of the best pieces of advice that's he's one of the 
people who, <laughs> who inspired me the most. And I not a, not a day goes by when I don't think about pop pop and uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, blah, 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 and nobody and nobody asked. Yeah. Yeah, no one asked you. <laughs> it's literally just a picture, like. If you if you like your fucking breakfast, just take a picture of it and then that's it, man. And I and I hate too how well I guess it's kind of different, but I hate when people do have a promoted ad, you know, or like a post, mm-hmm. and they try to be cool about it. You know what I mean? Where they try to like sneak it in, kind of like that, where they're just like, uh, "Hey guys, just want to talk to you about how my you know cereal hashtag you know protein R us or whatever is uh, you know." <laughs> So good for you, and I if I you know if I didn't use it, I wouldn't promote it or stuff like that. It's like okay, come on, you know we're just getting inundated with ads. I actually have like a podcast topic of uh of YouTube ads are just out of control. Oh, I mean, oh cool. yeah, <laughs> oh my god, they're they're really they're going after. Go ahead, man. I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, that's fine. The like they they just are out of control. Like you, um, you know you. Even when people like do a live stream or something, when you're waiting, they throw an ad in there when they start, so you miss the first like 30 seconds, mm-hmm. and then they just put like a bunch more. And if you don't stop the video or if you don't close out, they throw another ad at the end, yeah. and then it just like it just fucking it's out of control. I mean, this is I mean like we talked about with the streaming, like Blockbuster was getting kind of crazy with uh, all their shit, and then Netflix came along and like broke the chain, you know, and like. Oh, Netflix is like our savior now. All these streaming services are like, you know, you got to pay five dollars everywhere to get like, you know, five shows basically, five different mm-hmm. shows. And so, what's going to be the next thing? It's like there's, it's just like cyclical where, you know, somebody creates a new thing and they're like cool and chill about it, but then before you know it, they're just trying to make money and they throw a bunch of ads at you and inundate you, you know. Dude, um, I I treat YouTube ads like a battle of wills i i refuse to be beaten by these ads so like i know you can pay for youtube tv and it gets rid of the ads not gonna do it out of i will never i will never do it yeah i'm like i don't care like you can you can make me watch this two minute like or this you know 15 second clip um for this ad in the middle of the video but i'm not gonna like i don't care i'm not paying i'm not gonna pay for this i refuse and it, like it, uh, t- like what I hate more than anything is you watch like you want to watch you know a fifteen or twenty minute YouTube video and it turns into being a twenty five minute video. Because <laughs> you got so many, you got to add every two minutes. <laughs> like dude, it drives me crazy. Like I said I won't give up, but man, it make it fucking hard. Yeah, and the uh, and it, I think too they they've done the thing where they used to be very good about i feel like the the five seconds and then you can skip ad mm. they've gotten rid of that on some things you know yeah. or they made it like 10 seconds sometimes i think yeah or something crazy you know this the 15 second one's the worst oh yeah you gotta wait through all that and then if uh say you like put your phone down because you were listening to a, a podcast or music or something on youtube and then they have like that, they have those like three minute long ones. I, I've literally seen an hour long video and you can skip it after five seconds. But if you have your phone, um, like, you know, on the other like side of the room or something, and then it goes to that, you're like, okay, it's going to be 15 seconds. And then it's a minute later and you got to walk all the way over and hit skip. Yeah. That was, that's, re- <laughs> that's really annoying. Yeah. Dude, this kills me. Like I, uh, I said, I got all Apple products pretty much. Uh, I got my Apple TV and like I'll, I'll, I was streaming um, the NASCAR race from a couple of weekends ago and I'd hit play and I just basically sent it from my laptop over to my TV and I was just like sitting there watching and then like the TV would go black. I'm like, what the fuck? Like every five, 10 minutes and I have to get up and go over, wake the computer up, click next on the ad. And then just like you were saying, speed. It's fucking like it'd be like a three minute or ten minute long ad that you could have just skipped through, and now I'm like sitting there looking like an idiot, staring at my TV, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's like can't they have the fucking foresight to think like, hey, if we like inundate people with, I mean, I don't know, I guess they got a monopoly on video sharing, YouTube does, but like they they can't have the foresight like people don't like this, you know what I mean? Like oh, they know people don't like it. <laughs> Let's like find they, the middle ground, you know what I mean? 
they they know exactly what they're doing. Like they're trying to get people to buy their service, and then on top of that, they're like, ah, and then we're also because the people who are putting the ads up, they're paying for those ads, so they're getting money from the people who are paying for the ads, and then also the people who are too lazy to just sit through them, they're like, or maybe maybe it's not lazy, maybe they're saying time is money, and they're like, fuck it, I don't have these two minutes to waste. <laughs> they're paying the $60, $60 a month or whatever for YouTube uh, TV, and then they have other people who who don't want to pay, and they're like, ah, fuck them. Just, uh, they'll, they'll sit through and watch us. It's no big deal. So they're getting paid. Like, they don't care. They're getting paid no matter what. Yeah, I, I guess I hate the execs more so. Like, Simon Sinek actually had a story, or like a cool message recently where he was talking about um, uh, Blockbuster. Like, somebody, one of the execs, or maybe the CEO or somebody, wanted to switch over to streaming because they saw Netflix coming. And the board didn't want to do it because they made 12% of their uh, revenue on late fees. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they're like so short-sighted with the bullshit that they end up, you know, killing themselves. Or oh, was this like, was this blo- Blockbuster could have bought uh, Netflix, right? Is that what you're talking? Like, No, I think it's it just like, I guess they could have, but they also, they should have transitioned to the streaming service. Yeah. You know, but they didn't want to. And I, I think I heard something recently or... Uh, something too about like GM and I mean, there's countless examples like GM, like somebody came up with like the electric vehicle idea or like, you know, thought it was like coming. So they're like, let's get ahead of this like 20 years ago or 10 years ago or something. And like the board basically like fired them or something like that. You yeah. know? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's easy to say this in hindsight because in the moment it's like, you know, you got to steer your company in the right direction or something. But uh, I think so people are so afraid to change or, adapting just because of like a small not a small amount of money but like uh you know they get caught in the uh metrics which i think the air force is doing but uh that's a story for another time i guess but <laughs> well uh we're about an hour you guys got anything else you can think of no yeah. i think that's it oh go i ahead. got I, yeah i just uh, a couple of closing thoughts i was going back to the the cancel culture and being offended. I think your Gadsden flag, the no step on snake thing is a great example is like, if you get offended nine times out of 10, you, you lost. So, right. Yeah. If you look at it, I think like, you know, we'll say almost, almost half the time somebody does something like that, whether it's a meme or a post or whatever, it's a joke. Right. So that means you didn't, you didn't get the joke. If you got offended, you lost the other part of that almost half the time is they're a troll purposely trying to make you mad and get a rise out of you because they get off on it because mm-hmm. that's just how they you know they're, they're like sick and that's what they enjoy is making people mad and so if you get offended by a troll you lose i think it's probably only like a very small fraction that it's actual hateful prejudice whatever <laughs> something that's wrong that needs to be addressed and that in that case you get offended you're right yeah. Um, but I think that's a very small percent of the time. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's good to, before you get offended and spun up, think about where it came from and is it righteous for you to actually get offended? Is it something that really needs fixed? Yeah. Um, or, or are you just like playing into their hands? You know what I mean? Right. Or not getting I, the joke. So I, I really agree with that. Yeah. And then, and, uh, um, oh yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the other thing for me, um, uh, you know, I miss both you guys. I know we all are spread out throughout the country now. So, uh, I listen to the show all the time. I'm always happy to come on. And then when I just listen to it, it feels like I'm with you guys again, right in on the conversation, <laughs> except oh. for when, uh, except for when sharks saying things that are erroneous, <laughs> erroneous about the, the Academy. Uh, and I'm not their person to correct them. Uh, I'm surprised you, like, didn't, you didn't call it your Air Force Academy. It, it is. It is your Air Force Academy. <laughs> for, the, for the American people. Yeah. So it is your Air Force Academy. And, uh, well, but anyways, yeah, it just, it feels like I'm right back at home with you guys every time I listen in. So good. Yeah. We You're appreciate welcome. it. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we missed the in-person podcast, man. That was those were the the best. Yeah. So, and I mean, what a fucking time we had in the Barrens with, uh, you know, we should have just been doing podcasts every every day or in the flight commander room or whatever else. You know, those were those were the good times. But, uh, yeah. 
Do you want the yeah, 1030 make... special? Should have done some podcast. <laughs> <laughs> make a uh... go to lunch at 1030. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of savages are you? What? It just, that's an old man move. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to the map. Hey. It's very strategic, I got to say. Because you get there before the, the rush, you know what I mean? And you beat the crowd, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, make a list of what sharks fucked up. I always like to review those. Yeah, so. I'll have to I'll have to re- revisit that and uh and come back and give you guys some some truth data. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, the other the other thing I was gonna say real quick about the cancer cancel thing that you were talking about, where like you kind of lose if you get burnt, you know. It's like imagine showing up at the squadron and you just like got mad at everything that people said, you know, before you know it, you'd be fucked. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you'd be a uh, cult or somebody like that. You know what I mean? We're <laughs> 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 people just like making fun of you basically, but you're okay. Uh, yeah. uh, well, hey, like- Colt, likes, Colt likes boys and that's okay. <laughs> but, but that's okay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? No. Uh, guess that's it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. thanks for coming on. Yep. You're welcome anytime. All right, we'll see you guys. All right. See ya. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.